Hello, my little survivors, and welcome back to another episode of 3030 and Surviving. It is Tracy, and it is another man Monday for you people this week. I have a guest with me who is very near and dear to my heart, a very close friend of mine, and we have a super fun episode for you guys. So without further ado, let me introduce to you my bestie, Mr. Derek Votrenot. Is that per- close enough? I was gonna say I will like as long as we've been friends. I I don't have to say your last name very often, so I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I, I give it, everybody like a five year pass until they oh. you know, until I start like what? How would how is the what's the, Votrano? There's no the T is silent. The T is there, but it's silent. Yeah, exactly. Votrano. Votrano. The more you know, Votrano. Do you know, Derek? What is your Instagram handle for the people? It's uh, it's just my name, which is wicked easy to spell. It's uh, <laughs> Derek. With an E-K, not three R's. Votrino, V-A-U-T-R-I-N-O-T. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. So that's where you can find him. Um, Derek is a drummer. He's a musician. He has done the tour life. He has a group of his own called Chain of Islands. So, of course, you guys know I'm going to press him and we're going to do a full manal episode. But before that, I thought it'd be fun to dive into a little bit of his background, who he is, what he has going on. But first thing is first, I always ask my guests a couple introductory questions. Okay. Number one, <laughs> what is your age? I'm 33. 33. Mm-hmm. What is your zodiac sign? You're a Pisces, I know. Your birthday's <laughs> his birthday's March sixth. He's a Pisces. Where were you born and raised? I was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I grew up in Weymouth, Massachusetts. Is that a W? <laughs> w. Yeah. Definitely proud of the dub. And what is your relationship status? Single. Nice. Mm-hmm. Complicated or just fully single? I'm um, just Living single with my tiny dog. <laughs> yeah, you guys, Draco, his dog, is here in the studio with us. And you may or may not see him. He kind of, like, will bounce around. But he's the smallest dog. He's all four pounds. He's a teacup Yorkie. <laughs> uh, teacup toy breed? I think it's, I don't know is if it's it all the, the same, same or not. I don't know. People correct me, so I, I'm a uh, toy breed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is the sweetest little thing, and we love him. And it's fun to have a little mascot with us today. Derek, right now you live in Los Angeles. But how long has that been? That's the complicated thing, right? Because of the pandemic. Yeah, I would say, I mean, at this point, I'd just say like three and a half years. I lived in Orange County for about a year and a half, Mm -hmm. pandemic hit. And then I was living on both sides. Um, By coastal. Yep, by coastal. I was still renting my room back there. And then since about August of 21, I've been back. Okay, so you guys, so Derek and I met because he was actually friends with my older sister, Lisa, who you guys know since she was on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. I have basically stolen you. I feel like I'll always call Lisa and I'm like, oh, did you like know X, Y, and Z about Derek? Or did you see this? Or like when she gets home, I'll fill her in on updates and she will get so upset. She's like, okay, wait, you talk to him more than I do. What is wrong here? But I work from home and your schedule was always flexible. So when you were here on the East Coast, I feel like we just got to end up spending a lot more time together. Mm -hmm. Um, But since I always start with some questions about you, Yet you know me very well. I do. Best. Yes. I thought what would be fun to kind of flip the table a little bit and ask you yeah. if there is anything about me 
that you think the listeners don't know, should know, don't get to see since like you've seen pretty much every side of me, the good, you're, bad, the ugly. Yeah, you're pretty transparent. So like I think like the things that they wouldn't know or don't see is like your hyperactivity like, <laughs> at home or you know what I mean? Like yeah. anytime I've like crashed at yours and Lisa's place, whether it was like traveling or I was in mass for a while, like it's like the second you're awake, like everyone's aware. <laughs> and and normally if you're don't if you're not like overwhelmed with like work or or anything that you're preparing for this it's it's pretty high energy from the second you wake up to the second you fall asleep so i don't know how to like ask questions based on that other than like what the hell goes on like the second you wake up are you just like full batteries charged like you're just ready to go yeah i usually i'm a person like my alarm goes off i snooze it maybe maybe twice once On most days. Can I drink this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I like sit and I, that's my morning time. I wake up and I'm sitting in my bed and I will look at my email, look at my phone, you know, scroll through whatever. Mm -hmm. But then when I walk out that door, when that door opens, 10 out of 10. (laughs) Yeah. It just, we're on one. You know, you got to seize the day. I would hear you like (laughs) singing some shit. (laughs) Like, that's the thing. It's not the second the door opens. It's like, I think it's the second your eyes open. Yeah, it is. Because I remember. There's two different <laughs> there's two different occasions I remember specifically. One time, uh, I think Lisa had left the key out because I was coming back late and you guys were watching Draco. <laughs> and I had woken up to like music definitely coming from your bathroom and like you singing or something like it, but it wasn't like you were like trying to sing sing it's like you were just being crazy like oh like yeah. whatever you do <laughs> usually what i like to do because you'll you'll end up like sleeping on the couch so yeah. i will come out of the room and i'll play things like it's a beautiful morning like, right. or, like something like about like good morning or like yeah. like seizing the day like we're gonna have a good day like i'll do something mm-hmm. and you'll literally open your eyes look at me and then just <laughs> turn over you're just I like it's too early if I was to dig through like my archive like stories yeah. or something, there's like a decent amount of just like, like before you enter into like that common area yeah. of you just kind of sliding out. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. Song. let's let's not do that. There's probably some things on there I that can are a little embarrassing. That? Yeah, I'm sure to our boy. Yeah, yeah. Hurley <laughs> would probably actually love that. What you can splice some, those in, Hurley? Of when course. we're like reviewing the episode, like pulling clips and stuff, he. Oh, I try to find like the educational piece. I try to find like the really like s- there's some substance, <laughs> there's information. You know, I would want my guests to be in the best light and like have yeah. them have these really amazing tips and tricks. Hurley's point of view is let's just find the funniest thing where Tracy like fucked up or messed up or something that was went wrong. Yeah, because he looks for the entertainment value. It's good content. Yeah, Dude. it is. You're an extremely entertaining person. Yeah, well, if you look at it that way, like, we're, we're basing entertainment on mess-ups. Yeah, I'm, I'm up there. I'm up there. Or just energy in general. Like, I tell all my friends, I'm like, I love that you're doing this and that, like, you've continued on with this. I've always thought you've had, like, you, you know, an entertaining side to you and that you, you now get to build a community with that and share that with your friends and, and whoever your guests are. There's a whole other side that like people don't see. It, yeah. it needs to be worked into this shit somehow. <laughs> yeah, there's like a little a little hat you put on when you're in front of the camera. But that's with stuff, everybody though, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So. You know, I mean, I can't take the like spotlight away from all my guests. I gotta <laughs> let them shine, you right, know. So exactly. I gotta gotta dull it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But thank you, I love you. Um, but enough about me. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff that I want to get to. So before we dive into the traditional manual questions, I want to talk about your music background and what you have going on. On and give people a little bit more insight on you. So tell me first about when you started drumming or started music. 
when it was a passion versus when it became more of a career path for you? I think I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like when I started drumming, like I was like a kid, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I would say I got a drum kit when I was like nine, had drum lessons for a little bit. Didn't, that didn't really like sink in. So I quit for like a year and a half and then I started playing again around 16. I started touring like during school vacations with my friends. I wouldn't consider that like professional, you know, like or yeah. whatever, but like we were doing it, we were trying. And then I think it became more of like, you know, I'd start to be able to like ask like a rate or like, or people would offer like, you know, or they'd ask like, what do you charge? And you're like, wait, I can charge something? Yeah, literally. <laughs> that was my first, like, the first time somebody asked me to, to record an EP for them. They were like, oh, what do you charge? And I, I didn't know what the fuck to say. So, because yeah. I was like 17 or 18. And so I was like, oh, well, how many songs do you want to do? And so they told me. And then I went to the producer. I was like, what do I ask? And then I just hit them with this random number and they said yes. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just kind of slowly, you know, increases from there. Yeah. But professionally, you know, not having like a regular job anymore, I would say like five years, six years, something around there. Very cool. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about tour life. You have gone on multiple tours for your own music. And well, have you mm -hmm. done your, you've done your own music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and then the you've bands. also like filled in, you've mm -hmm. been part of just the band for other people. What is the pro and the con to touring? Oh shit. Um, the pros, you get to see a lot of cool places. I, yeah. I'm somebody who does like traveling. So I know that some people, for other people, it's not like worth it to them to like yeah. sit in a vehicle for X amount of time to see a new place. Like they'd rather just fly. But, um, yeah, <laughs> the cons is like, it, it is a lot of work. Like, yeah. uh, you know, people have this perception and I get it. Like it does cause it looks fun. Like it is fun. And, and I love that I've been able to get to where I am and I hope to go further, but like, it's not, you don't just wake up and go play a show and go to bed. Like, you know, you, you have your tour managers and your managers and then all these venue people that you deal with and certain times you have to make, you know, you get X amount of time to sound check. And you, if you go over your sound check, if you're not the headliner, you know, you're cutting into somebody else's time. So it's, it's still like a, there's like a work schedule put yeah. in place. You have to be, you know, in a place at a certain time and doing certain things at a certain time. And that can be stressful with like, you know, 30 to 50 to 80 people on a tour, depending on yeah. how big the tour gets. So yeah, I mean, Pros, yeah, it's like it travel. looks like you're this nomad when you're on tour, but in <laughs> actuality, it's a very rigid, tight schedule when yeah. it comes to like show days. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And even travel days can suck because it's like if you have a show, you know, in Indiana and your next show is in Philly and you only have one day off, that's a you don't have a day off. It's just spent traveling. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what people a lot of people don't get it. They just they see all these dates and it, again, it looks fun on the surface because it is. Yeah. But th it's a fuckload of work. You know? I know when you've been in town since moving back to L.A. F or California full time, yeah. Yeah. when you've been in town for tours and stuff, you'll always hit us up and you let us know and you'll be in town for maybe 24 to 48 hours. This time yeah. is a little bit longer, which is great. We finally got you on the show. But mm -hmm. like most of the time you're, you'll let us know, hey, this is the window. The shows are this time at this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have tried on those days like, OK, we'll get there early. Can we hang out it never ends up happening never Dude, ends up happening it's, <laughs> it, i never get to see you i literally I just sit in the audience and watch you and that's our time together i try to i try to like i try to reach out to like the, the my like my main 
group and i know this clip will get me in trouble if that's this gets like posted and people are like, oh you don't fucking message me whatever hurley like, right this time see, look at him he got his pen ready <laughs> he already knew he was like i'm writing this timestamp down right bro, now bro it is it's difficult you know what i mean this like it's not that you know there's certain people like you if i could i would just have a fucking free show for everybody every time you know what i mean but at yeah. the end of the day it's like we're, we're all adults you can pay for a ticket go buy a ticket like you're still going to interact with me just as much as anybody on the guest list like it's it's not you know what I mean? I still have the same schedule that day. And anytime mm -hmm. I'm in Boston or New York or L.A., it's like I don't even really ever have time to warm up. I'm still entertaining, like, all my friends and my family in these areas and whatever. And so it's like I just dedicate my day to, like, standing around and, you know yeah. what I mean, if we're going to but get I food or whatever. But I will say, though, I, like, um, so, okay, I was mm -hmm. going to ask you if you're comfortable. You're He is the most tight-lipped when it comes to who he works with. Like, he only refers people as, like, their first name. You're you're not a name dropper whatsoever. Mm -hmm. He I he has some cool connections, and it, for years he'd be like, "Oh, my friend so and so," and I'm like, "That's cool." And then I realized two years later, this guy's like super super famous, right? Like you're very <laughs> very cool when it comes to that stuff. But I will say, when I went to one of those shows, like there was some teeny boppers in there, and it's so funny to me that. Yeah. There are girls like that will be like Derek, and I see when you repost on your Instagram stories, like all these girls being like, "Oh my god, like I had the best time on the show," and I'm like, "Ew, it's just Derek." Like, what are these people fangirling about? It's all perception. But, yeah, yeah. But if you're comfortable, sure, yeah. Any one that you can like name drop, just so people understand, like what type of music you're into, what you're doing, like who you're going on tour with. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Again, it's all like progress of career, right? Like, yeah. you know, before it was like I was playing for like a band that was well known in this area. And then I started working with bands that were like regionally big. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whether it was like, you know, uh, Lions Lions was like a big one from this mm -hmm. area. And then it, you know, Alyssa Marie. Um, and those were like really good platforms for me, like where I lived. And then when I got out to L.A., it was, like, it was slow moving. But, like, you know, my friends, like, Belay and Tyler and, you know what I mean? Like, they... Can I say it? Yeah, yeah, Tyler yeah, Posey, yeah. I don't I don't know him personally. <clears throat> I don't know anything about him. I never was, like, a fan. But he's the kid from Teen Wolf, right? He is. And, and yeah. people are, like, die over him. And Derek would, like, talk about his friend Tyler and how Draco and his dogs hang out and, like, all this stuff. <laughs> and... For years, I'm like, oh, your friend Tyler sounds like wicked cool. So and then he's like, I'm going on tour. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> this dude is like four like million followers. Like he's famous. Or People he know is, him, yeah. you know? So there's two Tylers. There's, oh. There's Tyler Young. So that's the Tyler whose dogs, our dogs would hang out. Oh, Tyler, I just always assumed they were the same person. But they they had the same drummer. And that's why I was always filling in for those two Tylers. Mm. So I probably like mixed them up. <laughs> but, okay, okay, that makes sense. But yes, I in in Tyler, he is he's he's one of the stars of Teen Wolf. And when I met him, you know, even my buddy you Scott, didn't know I had that. no idea. Yeah, yeah, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm playing drums. He's you know, he told me he got this gig, and so he said the dude's name, and I was like, that's dope. But I didn't think he was gonna be like, do you know who that is? Because I didn't. Right. I, to me, I, just, I was like, you, do you Scott's think that like 16 year old Derek was watching <laughs> Teen Wolf on you ABC never know. Family? Some like, definitely not. MTV super fans <laughs> oh, or whatever. Is that what it was? MTV? I think it was, yeah. I have but no idea. I just, to me, I was just like, oh, cool. My buddy gets to come back to America because he's yeah. from Australia. And, uh, Wait, um, the band from Australia, which one? Makeout? Is there no, they're from here. They're from but here. The, but Scott is from Australia. Okay. So, so that's why I fill in for all this shit. Quick, can't funny story about this band. Yeah. They're very like alternative rock. Is that what you call it? Or like alternative? Pop punk. Pop punk, yeah. whatever. Yep. Okay. So a couple of years ago, um, my sister and I were, it was like one random morning and I 
crawled into bed with her with my 10 out of 10 energy I'm like Lisa like wake up come on like let's hang out let's do something and she's like no I'm like okay let me play you a song so I literally search in Apple Music for Lisa and the first thing oh that my pops God. up <laughs> I know the first thing that pops up you, is this song called Lisa by yeah. this band Makeout I've never heard of them I don't know anything so I'm like oh look at a song named after you the mm-hmm. song literally starts with I need you Lisa like I need a car crash and yeah. it's like talk it's literally it's like <laughs> I hate you Lisa the whole song and so I was like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I feel bad like that wasn't what I meant to do but then it was so funny and it became our thing and I would just play if she was in a bad mood I'd play the Lisa song and yeah. she it would just get her to laugh yeah. and then Derek comes in and we were talking about it one time and he's like I went on tour with those people yeah I played that song little, a bunch of times yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's just weird. like the little random things yeah. like that which is really cool but um you have a lot to be proud of you have a very cool um resume and um, very, very, very happy for you. Thank you. Who would you consider your inspiration music-wise? Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, like, because I'm kind of on two different sides of the the music industry. Like, I I play as, like, a hired gun for other people. So, like, if you, you know, there's influences for, like, drumming, and then, like, there's influences for, like, you know, when I'm writing for Chain of Islands when I'm with Nick. So, like, in terms of, like, music, like, overall music would be, like, Frank Ocean... Or Deftones of the Neighborhood, um, Isaiah Rashad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, I knew one stuff. out of those. Yeah, that you <laughs> yeah mentioned, exactly. But that sounds really good. Happy for you. Okay, um, <laughs> Chain of Islands. Anything that people can expect? You guys had an EP last year. Mm-hmm. Okra. Okra. Yeah. Okra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely it's spelled okra. It's spelled okra. It's said okra. Yeah, I got corrected on it. Trust me, I know. I, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you on okra. Trust me. Uh, believe me, I, you told me it released at what day, and I downloaded that thing. <laughs> I listen to every song. It's, it's okra. Yeah, sure, whatever. But it's not supposed to be that. It's supposed, yeah, it's supposed to be pronounced ochre. What's ochre? It's like a it's a shade of yellow between like brown and bright yellow. Okay, or well, like it kind of sounds of, like of um, Shrek, like ogre. Yeah, it's yeah. Just so you know, like when you say it that it's way. It's like a pretty ogre. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But um, <laughs> anyway, anything that people can expect with um, you guys soon? So, new music? New nothing? Yeah, me and me and new nothing, because we're notorious for just posting about things that aren't going to happen. But like we, I mean, we like to do that on our own time. So you know, I um, got I got Nick on tour keep the with people me on their toes. Right? Yeah, the whole like three followers. Um, no, no, I know. But I got you know I got Nick. I got him a gig playing guitar for an artist that I'm playing with, and like so we've been busy working with her. But it also leaves opportunity for us to like work on songs and content while we're on tour so there's we we don't like to do like the the deadline thing but there will be we're 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 gonna put something out this year so stay tuned watch ladies (laughs) and gents go listen to the old stuff for now don't hold your breath okay (laughs) um well this is all fair and well anything that i haven't asked you specifically about music that you think would be cool to talk about because i want to move on to the good stuff my followers i the listeners i love you to death but this isn't what they're here for yeah um no i don't Okay, the perfect. cool stuff is whatever you think is cool. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I think everything that you do is cool. It's just <laughs> not necessarily cool for thirty forty surviving. The coolest thing I do is own a right, tiny right, dog. right. We're we're like women empowerment here. We're talking about yeah, females yeah. doing their thing, which you're a huge supporter of. I am absolutely, absolutely. and I think that that actually has a lot to do with how we have become so close yeah, because a couple of weeks ago Hurley and I had actually uh I had him in this seat where you are and should we, we switch no not quite yet <laughs> okay. not quite yet no, I do not want to sit there again. <laughs> he literally texted me afterwards and he was like yo 
you need to cool your jets. <laughs> he, he was not having it. So if I asked him to come on again, I really don't think that he would. But um, I'm prepared for anything. Like, yeah. I, with her. Good like, luck. I wouldn't with Good anybody Good else. Good luck, but, yeah. he says. Okay, well, you know what? Whatever. Um, but anyway, I think that part of the reason why you and I have been able to um, get such a great connection is I think you and I are very like-minded. Yeah. I think that we have a lot to relate to, similar um shared experiences like living on each coast and moving yeah, yeah, away from definitely. our family i think we're both like kind of creative i think that we um just have the same thought process which has been really awesome um but in the episode with hurley a lot of the conversation was about um can guys and girls be friends mm -hmm. so it's kind of funny and ironic that then here i am with like my best friend and he's mm -hmm. a guy and really what we landed on was that guys and girls can be friends, but there's a stipulation that sure. like at some point or another, the idea, not saying interest, but the idea of could this be something has crossed your mind because you need to rule it out. And for the record, I want you guys to know that two years ago, Derek told me that I was un- Dateable. <laughs> I was late. I knew that this was going to, my shit was going to be taken out of context entirely. No, no, no. Because no. this because is you hearing it from Lisa. This you didn't even have the balls. <laughs> the balls. You weren't even man enough to You didn't tell want to move on from music. You just to wanted tell, to get, she's yeah. going to cut the podcast after this question. She's going to no, be like, oh, we're done. You weren't <laughs> even man enough to tell me to my face. Lisa and I are talking <laughs> and she says to me, you know, Derek was like kind of seeing this girl very like casually. They went on a couple yeah. dates and he had talked to Lisa and he said, I really like her. She's really cool, but I'm just not sure. She kind of reminds me of Tracy Bro. and I oh. don't think I can date her here's here's the thing let me let me yeah no please explain yourself let me put this in context you remind me so much of my my blood sister like uh -huh. there is there it's like it's like if you two hung around each other like the energy is so fucking high <laughs> like it's like mm -hmm. i see it's like i don't even need to contact my sister because i i like spend so much time with you and talk to you and like i'm like this fulfills the same so be like she reminds me of my sister. Why why does it have to be me? What do you mean? What, what? Like the why you couldn't date that girl? Like it, what so you're if saying she that reminds I'm me of you, you remind me of my sister. But yeah, it's but not like I'm not saying you're an undateable person. I'm saying no, like, you there did. are these dates. <laughs> you at full blown were like you're undateable. And can I tag in Harley? <laughs> Hurley, I do you know the reason you. why the reason why Hurley won't sit in this seat is because I was making the move and he was uncomfortable. So he <laughs> is gonna be on your team, okay? Come on over here, bro. <laughs> what buttons do I press? Okay. We're getting scolded. Well, anyway, we're anyway, like ten minutes into this. Whatever. Shit. No, we are actually twenty-two minutes into this. Shit, I can't but see. We this don't need to elaborate any further. But I did just want to put that out there that you did say Full I was undateable, disclaimer. and that is I how Derek and I can be friends Tracy, because he has zero interest in me. I think that, I think that Tracy is a very beautiful, creative, kind, hardworking person that is very dateable to someone whose sister is not exactly like her to anyone in the world yes. um well that's okay i feel like i feel like as our relationship has blossomed like i couldn't mm -hmm. see you as anything as a brother i feel like we are on that same page so you're saying i'm undateable 
no, no, no. I don't think they're undateable. I, I will tell you when you do stupid shit, um, <laughs> which I think you do quite often. Yes, um, but I never use the words undateable. I think I use the wrong word, and I'll mm-hmm. probably live this. I will never live this town. This yeah. is. I will deal with this forever. Oh, what other questions are on until the day you die? Well, anyway, um, yeah. So I wanted to just preface it with that, but I want to mm-hmm. now dive into some of the questions that I have. Like I said, for all the reasons why I do think that we've been able to form a great relation, like friendship, mm-hmm. I thought would be a good question is to ask you what a romantic like a real romantic connection looks like for you and what is needed like a like a like a good connection or like a romantic connection like i mean someone that you would consider being in someone you would consider dateable you know oh not you yeah no i know we've we've established (laughs) that but i think i i feel like i answer this question the same way every time it's like i feel like it should be effortless you know what i mean like it shouldn't like there shouldn't like you get this certain like standard questions out of the way you know what i mean whether it's like somebody needs to be reassured of something else right like if i'm dating somebody i go hey i know how you feel about i have i hey yeah (laughs) yeah i don't want to answer it more than three fucking times because at that point you're gonna get the same answer over and over but like if it's you know i'm dating somebody i go i you know i have these friends lisa and tracy Mm -hmm. that i spend time with on the east coast that they're very close to me you know what i mean and it's like if you find them if the girl finds that person attractive and a threat that's their problem so it's like Uh, I don't want to deal with that I don't like I feel like there's like very young like things that I just don't want to deal with like I understand like if you ask a question once or twice everybody deserves reassurance and like you should be there to support your partner and anything they might be insecure or worried about but like if you're just answering the same question fucking two to three times a month it's like you're that person's not going to get over that so it's like when I say I want things to be effortless it's like you know, if I if I'm like, yo, who's this dude commenting some weird shit or whatever? You tell me once, I'm not gonna ask again. You know what I mean? I'll be like, all right, I trust that you're not allowing something negative to, to, to be some background noise to our relationship or whatever. But I just wanted to be effortless, understanding, and you got to be able to like laugh together and eat a ton of food. You know, so. <laughs> dude, this guy like orders food for 17 people <laughs> just for himself. He can eat. Let uh, me tell you that. Big fan of food. Um, okay, so my question for you, just male perspective, not necessarily just you yourself, but from a male perspective, um, how soon do you think is too soon to define the relationship? Like fucking two weeks. <laughs> like okay. I, I feel like that's like a pretty common. Like, oh, what are we? You know? Okay, so like, like when, when do you think is a normal time? I, I guess I should word it that way. Like, when do you think typically you should word you should um like depending on how you know say? like define like, to define like where you what your yeah, guidelines yeah. are. It doesn't need to be like full on like oh we're boyfriend and girlfriend yet or you know whatever whoever you're into. But like it's um like. You know, if, if if you guys are seeing each other steadily and it feels good and, like, after a month, like, you, you found that you've spent, like, a lot of time around each other and yeah. one person wants to be like, hey, like, I'm not, you know, looking to, like, lock this down right away or whatever, but I'd like to know that we're exclusive and that you're not fucking X, Y, Z out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's, like, a reasonable amount of time. How but, much? Like, about, a, like, you like know, three, four weeks, like, in. Like, oh, if you're spending, like, a decent... Three, dec- four weeks feels early. You feel... Like, I'm saying, like, to to not make it, like, official, but to be, like... I think if, if you're spending a lot of time around yeah. somebody for, like, a month... Yeah. You know what I mean? I think at that point, you kind of start to make... You, that's where d- these decision-making thoughts kind of pop in. Even if you're not saying it out loud. Like, everybody yeah. at that point yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dude, you've been chilling with this girl. You've been chilling with this guy for four weeks. Like, you're into this person. You know what I mean? So, at that point, you're kind of, like... <laughs> 
uh, are there guidelines and if there's not like discuss those types of things but like mm-hmm. for me i always i feel like i always get barked at because it's like hey we've been hanging out for a couple months now and like you know what i mean like i don't know to me i'm like the crazy comes out three to six months in so i'm like i'll fucking wait it out i'll be exclusive with you for six months until i start to see the flames in your eyes and some weird shit starts happening yeah. you know what i mean you start you digging really through every single comment on my shit yeah <laughs> so it's like dude i've you know out yeah. of uh, every relationship out of one that i've had it's like i've dealt with shit like that so yeah. it's like i, I don't feel like deal three to that. four weeks is is kind of early to like have that discussion but sure. i i also think that the not necessarily boyfriend girlfriend but i think that hey exclusivity to some extent like after you start you know getting mm-hmm. intimate right because yeah. i just would want to make sure that like you're not with me and 17 other people. Exactly. I feel like that's like the the main thing. So so it depends on when that time frame is for people. That could be night two. You know, that could yeah, be fair enough. That two could months be a month in. in. Like right. who really knows? But I think for me personally, like in my history, that would be the like timestamp where I'd be like, okay, let's have this conversation. I don't need to be. But here's the thing: your, if you're if you're not like in, intimate or however you're, <laughs> you're politely wording it for the for your audience. Listen, dad listens every once in a while. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now that you said that, I'll stick with that. But I mean, if you're not intimate after like a month, you really like, I don't know. I mean, everybody's different. You're right. Like, like, yes and no. But like, sometimes it's just like you go on a date and like, mm -hmm. that's it, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Okay. I don't know. We're busy. I like like that. I like that you said that a month is too soon because I I honestly like in, in. in reality, in terms of like getting to know each other as people, like I, I feel like that is pretty fucking soon. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, think about it. Like, okay, truly, the cadence. Like, we were kind of talking about this before. You meet somebody, you're not talking every day, mm-hmm. right? So it, every other day, you start to talk, and then maybe see each other once a week, mm-hmm. and then that kind of grows to every other day and mm-hmm. twice a week. Like, but that shit takes time. So you don't really have like a month. I don't feel like you're at the point where you're. I agree. I agree. I agree. I feel like three months is the the minimum but i would want i don't i wouldn't say you need to be in a relation a relationship at one month two months like i think you need that extra time but i would i would just want to know like are we on the same page here like i'm not i'm not ready for that title yet but are we working towards the same thing right am i wasting my time or not explain you know what i mean what, what uh, guidelines or even just like how yeah. somebody's feeling emotionally you know what i mean because nine times out of ten it's like you end up like it is somebody that you kind of had a little bit of interest in and you just right. start spending a lot of time around each other afterwards like i get it if one side or the other starts asking those questions somewhat early on but like you know yeah. i'm definitely yeah i'm very guilty of being like i'm not locking this down for like months. well i think your lifestyle also has a lot to do with that which i have to difficult. see how that full uh, you know unfolds yeah, always on the road 90 percent of the time is not the best i mean <laughs> i wouldn't want to deal with that dude i get it and, and i think it's like you know i think it, it, again it's like another it's a perception thing where it's like you know for for my situation like a girl thinks that they're gonna be like oh this is great like you know, he travels. I'll watch his tiny dog and like, <laughs> like yeah. The idea be of great. you being away is kind of like it's that's nice. You, people like their alone time, Especially but that me. gets old after a while because yeah. then there are those nights where you really do just like need to have your partner. And maybe there is mm-hmm. a little bit of tension or a fight. Mm-hmm. It's hard to resolve it six, you know, hours time difference, three hours time difference, mm-hmm. three thousand miles away. It's mm-hmm. it's more difficult. I'm very empathetic and I'm understanding to those things too. Like I like. I, I expect that, like, the first tour or the, or the first two tours or whatever, like, 
it'll be us figuring that out. And like, I want to be problem solving in any type of like situation where it's like, okay, we're disagreeing here yeah. or like something has made you feel uncomfortable or I feel uncomfortable or whatever. It's like, I'm down to work that out and figure that out with you. But I'm not somebody that wants to sit on the phone fucking one to two hours a day FaceTime yeah. you to hear about, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't, I don't like you to do that. FaceTime me quite often. I do. Like, I, I, I just try to fuck with you, but you never answer. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, yeah. I appreciate it. I have you. actually, talk about like mm-hmm. archives. I have multiple photos of you <laughs> that you take of yourself when I don't the answer. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like the middle finger, you and Draco, you. I do it kids. every time. Yeah. So I, never, I never answer. I'm so sorry. It's a bookmark. I'll keep going. Um. Okay, perfect. Um. Okay, are you more apt to take a girl seriously if she's had Many serious relationships or few serious relationships? Probably fewer. Interesting. Okay. I feel like that, like, it's a bit, it depends on the context because it's like everybody, I know, you know, we don't, like, you're not, it's not good to teach anybody to judge anybody, but at the same time, like, you, you use your, your best judgment when you meet someone, right? Like, if you're like, oh, this person's been single for a long time because they just like to fuck, it's like, all right, yeah, you just like mm-hmm. to do your own thing. But again, if, dad's, dad listens. Sorry, pops. I, I'll see you at some point. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I I think, you know, somebody that's been single for a while, like I know that they're busy. Like if you can tell, you can tell what their lifestyle is, right? Like, like this person works a shitload and you know, whether they're working for a business or they run their own thing or whatever. Like if they've been single for a long time and I see that they're, they're, they're guarding like these, these things that are very valuable to them, their time and their, their, creativity and whatever like if they're going to welcome something else in it's not to make them better it's to share where they're at you know what i mean and they feel like you're kind of on the same level and that you guys are understanding of each other's like personal time versus the relationship yeah versus the person who's like in another relationship every year yeah i can't i could never yeah i mean i think there's like good and bad to both i think that someone who's been in at least you know two or three serious relationships okay you get it you've been around the block like you've Mm -hmm. worked out what communication should be like, hopefully, right? You know, to you, yeah, right. Yep. The the like warning signs, the good. You you have some experience, so you're not fully green to it. Because I think that's everyone's first serious relationship. Mm-hmm. There are often issues, but if you were never been single, never took a break, that's yeah, yeah that's a always total red flag. Like mon- yeah. a serial monogamous. What is it? as monogamous monogamous. yeah yeah Yeah, like hell no yeah hell no and it's and it's funny too because it's like i don't know i obviously i try to pay attention to like patterns like habits within myself even just outside of like the dating world just in Mm -hmm. general but like you notice like those people that you were close with in high school like the ones that always jumped from relationship to relationship like most of them are still that way now and, and it's like it's like do you just feel like you need company because it's like i don't think that's the Misery right reason to be company. right i know it's like i don't think that's the right reason yeah okay i have a question i'm making the move 101 okay <laughs> do you is does it matter to you if you made the first move or she made the first move is one better than the other no i don't i think where you know if you guys are both into each other and somebody sees the opportunity like whoever you know okay. however that's made you know is sliding into the dms still a thing i would or definitely say so with <laughs> that do you think that that will directly correlate with how seriously somebody's taken if it's through social media that's tough because mm. it's like do you consider dating apps social media because i know some people take those seriously oh. 
you know. The people know how I feel about dating apps. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I wouldn't consider that. You wouldn't consider that social, social media, media, right? Because its intention is to it's set right. up so that, like you DM each other. Yeah, I think it would be hard for me to see faith in a long term relationship if it was just you know started off of like Instagram or like TikTok or something. But I, I you know. But in COVID times, I will say I, I like people get a little bit of a pass. Like that's sure. been yeah, the yeah. only way yeah. you know for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, have you heard of soft launching? <laughs> soft launch, like like the hand of the boyfriend in the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard of soft launch. I think it's the funniest term. Okay, I've ever I heard. am so behind soft launch. Oh, dude, that is the funniest shit I've ever. Do seen. you believe in it? Uh, I don't give a shit, honestly. Like, I think I think that if you're with somebody and and you're you're shamelessly into them behind the scenes, you should. You know, vice versa. I'm not somebody that believes in like posting my significant other 24 seven, and I'm sure that somebody hearing that is going to be like, "Oh, that's a red flag." However, no. If you, you know, you live a different lifestyle, it's like I, you know, I'm cautious of who I'm like showing to my community of followers, yeah. whoever that might be, before I, I'm like serious about it. On top of which, even you know, bringing them around like my friend, like, you know, bringing somebody around you or even my fucking dog or the people I work with out in LA, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's a, uh, I don't care about the soft launch shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I think that it's something that people do as like a defense mechanism, right? right? Because you yeah. don't want to say, okay, here's my significant other. And then right. a few weeks later, a few months later, you guys break up and everybody asks you about it. So it's kind of a way to, to, dip your toe in the water i kind of like it i kind of think like it's it's fun because i'm like you don't get i I think i think it's like two things i think it's i think it's like it it does two things right you soft launch somebody right it tells all your other side hoes to like chill for a second like hey i have a little bit of an interest i can't have you texting me some weird shit at 1 a.m you know what i mean (laughs) but you can't see their face yet (laughs) and the other thing that it does it kind of gives a little like you know Security to the person on the, the other side of the soft launch. They go, oh, okay, you posted my elbow. I, like, <laughs> no, see, I think the opposite. I think it would make somebody that got soft launched insecure. Because really? Because it would make you think, okay, why are you not comfortable right. posting my yeah. whole face, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your, what you clearly have some caution or my, some my concern. F- my friend has been soft launching this guy. Really? Oh, yeah. I won't say her name, but like if, you know. I, if she sees this, she'll know that it's her. But it's she's a good friend of mine. She's she's cool as shit. We always we grab lobster rolls up in the North End whenever I'm home. But she she had recently uh, gone to dinner and posted like you know his hands or whatever. And I go, oh, okay, I can see that this is like she's, she's spending time with some dude yeah. or whatever. And then I think I don't know if they were like fucking apple picking or something. They were in like you know up in New Hampshire picking some fucking fruit off a tree or whatever you know they do and. It was like a photo of him with the basket, but there's like a big bear emoji, face, like a big wait, that's uh, like covering excessive. His Either was, do it or don't. Come on, why, girl. That's why I was like dying laughing. I was like, dude, I was like, at this point, his you can see his entire body except for his face. Like he has pretty identifiable tattoos. Right, like, right, right. If he comments on this shit. Somebody can dig deep enough to find I, him. I think that would make me upset. Right I, at that point, I'd you be like, literally covered my face. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that there's some, it just depends on like some people really take social media so seriously. And for, for some people it's like, 
you publicizing our relationship and me means you're proud of me, you want to show me off, and it means you're really secure and you're happy yeah. with our yeah, yeah, yeah. And that means the world to them. Some people, it doesn't mean shit. So if I'm on there, I'm on there. If I'm not, I'm not. I think that like is going out of your way to like not have somebody on there, which would kind of be offensive to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I think that it's okay if you want to slowly, gradually incorporate that person into your life. Yeah, like absolutely. you're on, you know, so I, I understand soft watching in that sense, but I think at some point <laughs> something's got to give. You sure. Know? Yeah. I mean, at some point you got to show like that you or not, you don't have to, but yeah. But I also think that there's something to be said if someone like specifically going out of their way not to post you. Right. It, at the end of the day, it's whatever those two people feel most yeah. comfortable with. And I and I do know people who feel very confident in their relationship that don't ever post each other. And it's like, maybe that's what works for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I th like no mushy captions. Like it doesn't need to be like excessive 24-7. What? Because um, I, know, I know when it was the three of you, one of you said something about oh. six-monthers. Which one? Six monthers. Yeah, it was I don't know when what that it was means. you and Kelsey. Yeah, you don't remember, like no. people who are like posting like, "Oh, happy six months together." Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. Like it's like yeah. the love of my life. Like this crazy like Best caption. Yeah. yeah, and like Kelsey had this ex boyfriend that used to always be like, "Woman crush Wednesday." Loser, but at the same time, <laughs> the same loser, probably the best guy in the world. I don't know. No, 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 no. Yeah. full on clown, nerd sure. bomber, the yeah, worst. Yeah. But I also think, like, for me, my ex purposely would not post me, and he'd be like, I'm really private. Like, if I tagged him in something, he wouldn't repost it. And I don't care if you're not a person who uses Instagram or whatever social media very often, yeah. but it becomes obvious to a point when you are kind of hiding Other alter me. Motives, and yeah. yeah, he was cheating on me with half of LA. So, you know, that it's makes a lot sense. Of, there's a lot of people in LA. <laughs> half is a shitload. And so. I honestly think that's being conservative. What's the cringiest thing a girl's ever said to you? Dude. Oh. Speaking of sliding into the DMs and all that stuff, like what, give me a good pickup line versus a bad pickup line, a cringy pickup line. I'm so bad at remembering these things because it's like, I know, I know. Because there's been some good ones that have like made me laugh where I was like, damn, I was like, that's fucking confident and hilarious. Could I, could I remember what it is word for word? Absolutely not. Cringy ones. Crin cringy is like... Normally, if it's cringy, they just respond to your story with some, like, dumb shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I'm I terrible to answer this question. Like, there's too many, like... Curly? Do you yeah. have... I Curly, think I've asked anyone. you this question before. I yeah, once, if you say something, it might make me think of something. I once had someone DM me saying, if I was a vegetable, I'd be a cutecumber. <gasps> That's adorable. <laughs> you don't bad, like that? You, know? you don't like that? I don't know. I just felt like it was, like, right out of, like, a pickup line book oh right I'm like, kinda, I feel, like i feel like it's like dad joke-esque so it's like hey like i'm i'm reaching out i'm showing interest but i'm not taking you too seriously so it's approachable yeah, i think it's kind of nice okay. but apparently you didn't like that <laughs> see you know some it works on one person doesn't work on another Do you i have think one? i i know i still I, I so like my mine are always fucking weird like it's you know what i mean like it's somebody like i'll repost something i was tagged in while I'm touring, right? And mm -hmm. somebody will respond with like some dumb fucking emoji or something. And I don't know. I never, I, you know. If I don't the have fire a, emoji, the rocket the emoji. The tongue emoji, the rocket emoji. Do you know? I, do I mean, know. I'm not gonna like, yeah. I feel like if no, I say I've gone. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, I was gonna. <laughs> 
I was like, I've gotten that a million times and I just sound like a narcissistic bitch. So, but like, yeah, like I feel like dudes are just like rocket fire. I'm like, yeah, do you think I'm yeah. going to respond? I don't know what to say to that. It's like, it, it, you, dude, you never know. Yeah. Sometimes like, what was it? There was this big trending sound on TikTok that said it was like, Daddy, sorry, daddy, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But I didn't know that. Tell me a girl did that to you. Multiple. I will literally so, fucking vomit. So there was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry, I love you, but I'm just like, that's what I mean. It's like the little teeny right, buffers are just like know, obsessed with you. And like, you guys get to know him. He'll be a pain in your ass, a thorn on his side. <laughs> if there's like any of my homies, you know what's so funny? I've told you this in the past. It's like anytime like we've shared a photo together or a story together, it's like I will get multiple like of my guy friends be like, dude, you guys dating? You hitting that? This, Vice that, and the other? Them. And I'm like, bro, if you only knew, like, I could never even <laughs> put the thought <laughs> you in my spend head. 30 it's like, minutes with her. <laughs> literally. It's like, you know what I mean? But yeah. Hence, the, undateable. The day. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. But the, yeah. So I didn't, I, back to the TikTok sound, I didn't know that that was like a trending sound. However, when I'm bored, I spend far too much time on TikTok. I just hadn't passed that thing yet. So Got it. the first girl. That had responded to my shit with that. I just, I, I just said, ha ha, like whatever. Like, I, was, I was like, oh, th thanks? Uh -huh. Question mark. Like I was like, I didn't, I don't know what this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah but she was at the show <laughs> that I was playing that night. Like I thought she was, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it, but it was, it was on that tour with Mod Sun, so it was like we were, we were first out of three, so we would finish early. Obviously, like whoever tags me and whatever, I would share it at that yeah. time. And so they responded and I responded back saying like, you know, oh, haha, like that. I think I had said it was confident or something like that because because I didn't know what it, I didn't know what that was from. And then when I walked out into the, the open, like the show area to go meet up with uh, our tour manager was over by the merch table or whatever it was. She stopped me. And she is like started talking to me about that, and she was like, "Oh, I wasn't sure what to say." And I was, I was like, "Oh, I figured like, you know, he's hip; he knows what that means." And like, I was like, "Oh yeah, definitely." Like, I didn't know what the fuck that meant at all. You just played along like you did. No? I just went along with it. You know, she bought wow. me a drink. We talked a little bit. She was actually really cool. So like, it didn't. You know, how did that go? Oh, it was great. I have uh, a three-year-old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sicko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, she was no, cool. I think that's very flattering. And I yeah. will admit, like, it's a vibe. Like, I feel like some girls, like a musician, there's just something like, you know, you're mysterious, you're bad. And obviously, you're an extremely attractive guy. You're super nice. Like, you have all these things going for you. Look at your page. And I get, I get it. From it's an perception. from an it's outside perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. but a lot of it is like, oh, like there's something about watching somebody doing their passion too, which I think is really cool. Like when I'm when like I watch you too, like Saturday night you had a show, mm -hmm. and you just get so into it, and you can tell you love it, and like that is mm -hmm. so fun to watch, and it's right. so neat, and I can see someone looking at you and being like, wow, like. Sure. I want to know more about that dude. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So yeah. it's really cool when they get to see you in that element as well. Yeah, I think, and I think that's the difficult thing yeah. is finding balance between people who are interested in like someone who's genuinely passionate about what they do. Yeah, you know what I mean, as opposed to interested in like the the like the the post of that relationship, right? Like, hundred percent. The the idea of dating somebody that does what they like to do. Hurley, do you get a lot of girls at the club that like try to come up and hit on you just because you're the DJ? 
I mean, I wouldn't like to think it's just because I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I didn't mean it that way, but I I feel like that's how people are, though. Yeah, no, I definitely know what you're saying. Like, obviously, you're. Yeah, for the appeal. You don't need to tell me, okay, Hurley? You don't need to tell me. I've already (laughs) expressed my love for you. Yeah, it's like you don't know if they're in it selfishly to, like, get into all these shows and meet all these other it's like DJs I want to be artists, on the list. Like, I want to get behind me. the table. I want to do all these things. Like I feel like you watch somebody in their element, and it, there's sometimes a ulterior motive, but also I think it's something where like it, someone just looks hot doing something that they fucking love and that they're good at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's a little bit of both. Definitely but, is. Have you ever been on a date that you immediately wanted to get out of? Oh, yes. Wait, tell me your Dude, horror story. I had to have told you this. And some of it I would absolutely have to censor. You told me about dates that you <laughs> wanted to get out of. You never told me about, like, so, I got dinner and drinks with this girl. All right. Um, <laughs> one of them, I, I think this is a good one. So I started talking to this girl. It was, like, shortly... I'd I'd moved to Orange County. Is he sleeping? No. No. Okay, sorry. You moved to Orange County. I thought that I thought that he was. Chew- I heard like this little shh, and I thought he was like chewing the cord. But I think it was you moving. Are you chewing the cord? No, it was you. Um, so quit it. Now you're moving my chair. So, yeah. Living in Orange County, it was a little while after I moved to Southern California, and the girl I had been dating at the time, her and I had split. And after a couple months, I was like, all right, like figure it out right like you know kind of get back in the game not just like bury myself in like yeah. drumming and all these other things and i started talking to this girl who she was i forget what her job title was like interior designer for like essentially like high-end clients you know rich people okay. or celebrities or whoever and so to me i go you somewhat you must have your shit together in order to have this shit, shit you know to, to be doing this job so uh we had plans to meet up somewhere in like I think it was like either Glendale or Burbank or somewhere over in that area I told her I was like I have rehearsal in North Hollywood until about like midnight or one I was like if that's too late for you let me know because because I was up in LA in I mean no I was in Orange County you hold on no I know it was you asked a girl on a date at fucking no I didn't one o'clock in the morning no I didn't ask her on the date let me finish okay see because I was about to go off this is why you're undateable (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, do most girls go out at one o'clock in the morning? Just let me finish my sentence. Let me finish, babe. Continue. <laughs> so I told her I had rehearsal up in North Hollywood. And she's oh, because she asked, Are you gonna be in LA this week? I said, Yes, but I'm gonna be in rehearsal and it doesn't get out until about midnight at one AM. She said, If you're up for it, I would love to grab a drink. I said, Fine, I would love to grab a it drink was with her you. Suggestion. It was her suggestion, correct. So I was like, Cool, whatever. So I end up getting out a little bit later than planned, but you know how things are out there. People don't start their night until fucking 2 yeah. a.m. And um, she, <laughs> hi bud, making an appearance. And so I texted her. I was like, hey, I was like, I'm sorry I got out a little bit later than planned. I was like, if you want to do another night, I was like, that's fine. I have a long drive back to Anaheim anyways. Yeah. And she's like, no, fuck it, come by. I was like, all right, cool. So like, Okay, so again, this is a quote unquote date. This is not a date. This is exa- like okay. we're going to grab a drink. You know what I mean? It's like oh, okay. I, I had I had no plans of like spending the night or anything like that. Like it was just like okay. it just like a soft launch date, right? Like just grab a drink, <laughs> just get to know each other a little bit. You know Touché. what I mean? Nothing too crazy. She was like, "Yeah, come on over. Like let's grab a drink." She's like, "I'm already out. Like I'm you know I'm with a friend of mine and they're waiting to take off." And I was like, "Okay, that friend is definitely meant to make sure I'm not a serial killer if I show up." 
So I was like, fuck it. So I go to meet up with her, say hi to the friend. They take off after a little bit. And we're sitting. She ordered like two drinks, like right off rip. Like didn't even ask me what I wanted. She just goes, oh, I got some drinks. I was like, all right, cool. So like we're sitting there. We're talking. Do you like a woman who who takes action like that? Uh, yeah, I was like, fuck it. I was like, at that point. Was it Hennessy on the rock? It was not. Because, <laughs> you know, I like she my She dumped Hennessey. it fucked up. She got some tequila. She was feeling awake that night. So I was like, all right, cool. Grabs us a couple like tequila and whatever. Uh, we're sitting there talking for a little bit and like, dude, this is like, this is, this is one of those dates where it's like, it's like you describe it and it just sounds like some, like, like Ben Stiller movie. You know what I mean? Like some weird shit going on or whatever. Like, yeah, dude, it was just like this, a massive series of strange things happening within like fucking two hours. You know what I mean? So like I'm sitting there and I'm talking with her. And we're just kind of doing like the general question thing or whatever, you know what I mean? Like going through that. And then at one point, like in the middle of me answering her question, she takes my hand and just sticks it like under her ass. And I was like, oh, word. she's like, oh, yeah. And like just all anything that was happening prior was just null and void. You know what I mean? She was like, I was like, OK, this is like her intention. You know what I mean? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So we sit there, we finish our drinks. And she's like, do you want to grab like some food and like head back to my place? And I was like, Sure. Why not, right? Like, so we finish our drinks, we go to stand up, and the second this girl stood up, I was like, holy shit. I was like, she's like, wrecked. wasted. Yeah. yeah, and she held it together really well while she was sitting down. So at this standing point, up. being vertical will do that too. Instantly, <laughs> instantly, I was like, oh God, this is a bad idea. So she was like, what did she say? She's like, uh, I just got to go to the bathroom and then we'll head out. And I was like, sure. So like, I, I like walk her to the bathroom because it's up these stairs. She goes in the bathroom and there's like this group of like, there's like three girls standing right here looking at me. And I'm like, I literally said, I was like, I know what this looks like. <laughs> I was like, I have no intentions of doing anything. <laughs> this, I'm like, explain. Cause they're like looking at me like, dude, that girl is fucked up and you're not. I'm like, I know, I know that. Everyone thinks so, you're just this creep. This really predator. The one yeah. I got lured into this shit. And so I was like, all right, whatever. I like, you know, so we bring her back. Uh, we're, we're walking outside and I was like, let's take my car. She's like, no, no, let's take my car. Cause there's like, you know, 10,000 street parking signs in LA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's fine. I was like, we'll take my car. I'll grab food. We'll go up to your place. Yada, yada. We start driving towards her place. And I ask her for the address. And she's not giving me the address. She just starts blasting like house electronic music in my car. And I'm like, dude, what, like, what is happening? You know what I mean? So I'm like yeah. tapping her on the leg like, yo, I know I'm supposed to be heading towards like whatever. I was like, what's, what's the actual address? She finally puts it in. And, like, I'm driving in that direction, and I look over, and this girl is now backwards, like, like, backwards, like, ass up, facing my back seat, whipping her hair around and taking her pants off in my car. And she's literally saying out loud, she's like, I fucking love this song. And she's, like, whipping her oh, hair. She's just feeling the music, I was like, man. dude, this, this is, like, fucked up. And so I was like, yo, I was like, you got to sit down. I was like, I can't <laughs> I can't see if I'm going to hit another car or not. You have your ass all the way up in my window. Like, you got to sit down. So she sits down. Does, her pants are still, like, right here, like, dancing in my seat. And then, like, five minutes later, I look over and she's sleeping. <laughs> like, bro, how am I – how is this in my car right now? Like, how am I actually fucking dealing with this? And so we finally get to her neighborhood, and I do a loop around the block, and I'm like – I pull up to her, her apartment. I was like, hey, I was like, 
There's a, there's no parking. In there's plenty of parking. There's so yeah, much yeah, parking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just trying to be like, I gotta go. I, yeah. yeah. And so no. Well, I had to trick her. Remember, she thinks we're getting food. So I was like, I was like, how about you go? Oh, by the way, there's the other thing I didn't mention is she at that that before she put her my hand on her thigh or like shortly after she put me my hand on her thigh, she was like, oh yeah, sorry, I'm just like going through like a divorce or whatever right now. So, I was like, dude, like, this is, you know, whatever. That's fine. You're like, I fully understand what my purpose is and why I'm here. Yeah, exactly. I was like, at least we're clear. Um, But, like, so I get to her house, and I was like, hey, I was like, how about you go inside and grab some waters, and I will go to McDonald's and get the breakfast meals that you want. You know what I mean? And she's like, no, you're going to leave. And I was like, that's not true at all. I was like, what is uh how about this? I will walk you inside so you can show me what the gate code is to the, to the apartment building. And that way you don't have to come and get me when I come back. And that way we'll be good because I know the gate number and I'm definitely coming back. And she goes, yeah, that's great. Awesome. So I walk her upstairs, you know, and she do, 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 do. And I don't look at it. I just, you know what I mean? I'm like get, trying to get her in the uh-huh. house. I, dude, she opens the door and she like went to turn around to say something to me. And she like twisted turned like stumbled fell on her ottoman and she's Aww. like all right like <laughs> just let me know when you're coming back and i was like okay so i shut the door and i immediately got in my car and i called my boy belay and i was like hey um are you still in north hollywood uh or whatever you should meet me in hollywood and we'll go get some truck food i need to vent about what just happened tonight yeah and so i go meet up with him we grab some truck food as planned and an hour later my phone starts to ring well uh yeah this is a girl. Um, so I didn't answer it. And then she calls again, and I have a voicemail. And this is, uh, I, I can repeat the voicemail okay. perfectly. It goes, I it goes, look into the camera. It goes just it. like this. So, so my name, I'll give a hypothetical name, uh, Ashley. And that's her name. And, oh. <laughs> and she goes, this is the voicemail. She goes, hey, um, and it hangs up. <laughs> and then she and then I get a text and then I get a text like 15 minutes later she's like hey I was just wondering if you got the food are you coming yeah, back yeah she's probably freaking starving she was passed the fuck out on her ottoman or debatably her floor I don't know how long she lasted on the ottoman but I texted her and I was like hey it was really nice meeting you uh, thanks for the drink I, I think that you were a little too intoxicated for us to get to know each other tonight I was like why you couldn't get- you have said that to her face she wouldn't have fucking remembered. Yeah, fair enough. Not a chance. No, no way. If this I had is... said that to her, she ten minutes later she would have been like, "I love this song," <laughs> like, taking off her pants in my car. It didn't. You know what I mean? Oh so, it was better that it was in text, so she could see it in the morning. So I said, "It was yeah. nice meeting you. Thank you for the drink. You need to set your alarm and get your car in the morning." And I've never heard from her since. Dang. Yeah. Well, that was a wild, wild story. It's L.A. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I lived in LA for a couple of years. I don't have any experiences <laughs> yeah. quite like that. Yeah, you're doing better than me. Um, I'm I'm really glad I asked. But yeah, moral of the story is I think that you you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could have teleported out of there, you would have. But oh, you got her home safe, 100. percent And you were a gentleman and and left. So mm-hmm. kudos to you for that. Yeah. Um, But anyway, let's switch it up. I want to do a little game. I call it pick your poison. Essentially, it is this or that. But I, you know, either or, would you rather? I don't know what the situation is. First scenario. (laughs) Scenario. A girl who wants to steal your hoodie 
God. Or always wants to borrow your car. I have the hoodie. Yeah. I, I don't know. You're, you got some Burberry hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is like, Tracy, there's a sale going on at Burberry. We gotta go into town. I'm like, you're a fucking... Hey, it's worth it. You get some good shit and you can flip he it later. He loves his style, the steric. But um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I said that that'd be hard for you. But I feel like you needed your car. You need to your, Yeah, I need, need my car. So you'd Uber. rather give up all the hoodies. Yeah, okay. there's a lot of them. Sushi or steakhouse? Oh, shit. Oh, I love sushi. I'll go with sushi for sushi. now. Yeah. Whiskey or weed? Weed. Okay. First show. Would you rather have the first show of the tour or the last show of the tour? What do you mean? Which one's better? Probably the last show. The last show? Because, yeah, you're really like, you're you're like on autopilot at that point and you're probably having more fun. So You are. Yeah, I would yeah, think yeah. like the first night, it's like so exciting. The last night. Okay. The first like, first, like week or so, you're still kind of like finding your footing. You know okay. what I mean? Good to know. Yeah. She is BFFs with your mom, but your friends can't stand her. Or your friends love her, but your mom hates her. I have to pick because like, you know, my, my answer is if, if it's not both, the girl's got to go. <laughs> like the mom Wait. and the friends got to love her. So, so you're just going to plead the fifth on that one? Like you, you neither. If my friends don't like her, I'm probably breaking up with her. And if my mom don't like her, I'm probably breaking up with her. Wow. Okay, fair enough. Last question. What would you trust a girl with first? Oh, God. Your credit card or your dog? My credit card. (laughs) (laughs) I can lose my money. I'll sue her for fucking fraud. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, there was no point in that question. No one gets their hands on that little man, Draco. This is the most protected dog ever. (laughs) Truly. Truly. Yeah. We were driving in here today and he was like, I think you're one of like the three people that have ever yeah. driven Draco in the car. Like not like like actually been the driver. Like he, he doesn't let anyone drive Draco yes. unless he's doing it himself. You you, oh. Kayla and Clarky are the only people that have driven with Draco in the car without me in the car. That's it. Those three. I have driven with Draco in the car without That's right. you. Yep. That's true. Wow. Okay. Well, um, I feel honored. Um, honestly, this is a lot of fun. I feel like we got yeah. some like juicy stories. We had a couple laughs as besties, got some information about you and had some good talks on mm-hmm. dating relationships, male and female brain. Um, I appreciate you taking one of the few days that you have back in Boston to come in. I'm glad it was a lot of fun. Hurley, thank you for your participation as well. Thank you, Hurley. Of course. Much appreciated. I did try to tag you in. You didn't <laughs> step up, so I'm going to remember this <laughs> forever. Well, how is he going to top a story like that? Yeah, I definitely can't top it. Yeah. Make it up. Just help me out, bro. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. Pull it out of your ass. Help me out. All right. Well, um, one last time, if everyone is looking to learn more about you and your music and what you have going on, where can they follow you on Instagram? Social media, Derek Vochino, D-E-R-E-K-V-A-U-T-R-I-N-O-T. Perfect. All right, guys. Love you. Thank you. I will see you next week. Bye-bye.